All right. Good evening. Not even early afternoon, not late afternoon, not early evening. It's evening, period. Good evening to everyone out there in the podcasting world. This is your favorite podcasting voice. This is the Prophet's Picks football podcast show. And this is 2022 Predictions. Division Champs, AFC West. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. In this podcast show on tonight, I will basically tell you who I am predicting to not only win the AFC West division, but I will also tell you who I feel will finish in last place, which of course, obviously is fourth. There are only four teams and all eight divisions in both the NFCs and AFCs, North, South, East, and West. AFC East uh, division champions 2022 prediction show was on yesterday evening, last night. Take the time to go and listen to that. So that's what's on the menu for tonight. That is the next item up for bid as they would say on the prices right and that is the AFC West. Once again, this is the 2022 predictions AFC West champions. Who do I feel or who am I going to predict mid-July? Last year I did it in early August, but this year I'm ahead of myself, I'm ahead of schedule. I'm on top of things, thank God. Of course, there are some areas that I am behind in and lacking in, but those areas are not many, unlike last year. I'm up to par, thank God. So, ahead of the schedule, and it is approximately 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. It is approximately 9 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time, good evening to everyone over there on the East Coast, Atlantic East Coast time. I hope everyone is having a wonderful first portion of your Friday evening. It is the beginning of the weekend. I hope everyone had a very productive and a very wonderful work week. And uh, my week was very productive, let me say that, Uh, especially my week at work, extremely productive. So... Um, I feel accomplished. I feel like I got some things done. Scratch that. I feel like I got a lot of things done. Not a little bit of things. A lot of things done. Um, And I feel like I got those things done very successfully um, as well. Um, But even with that, I do still have a lot of work to do in that field. I do have a lot of areas of improvement when it comes to my Monday through Friday, uh, nine to five, bringing in all of the bread to pay the bills. So uh, yes, but I do feel like as if I was able to successfully uh, meet some deadlines, accomplish a lot of goals and take care of some some very uh, tenuous and uh, tedious assigned task from uh, the head honcho that is over me that I report directly to. Um, once again, I hope everyone has had a great week. Let's go ahead and get into the meat of this podcast show. But before we do, Arigato Joey, 
at soundcloud.com. Once again, that is Arigato Joey at soundcloud.com. Gonna do the promotions and get those out of the way before I go into detail of this show. Um, Online Beauty Boutique. Once again, that is the, or the, however you pronounce it, you say tomato, I say tomato, the online, like the internet, online, beauty, like in beautiful, boutique, like in the hair salon or the nail salon, the onlinebeautyboutique.com, and I knew I was going to do it eventually, and I just did it, I said booty, I meant beauty, the onlinebeautyboutique.com. So everyone gets an understanding of why I say booty instead of saying beauty from time to time. I need some dental work done, which I'm going to get the dental work done in my mouth. Where else would you get dental work done, right? And a lot of the times it does cause me to either overpronounce words or it causes me to mispronounce words. So yeah, some words I put too much emphasis on. Some words I don't put enough emphasis on and some words I just straight up don't pronounce them correctly. I don't say them correctly. So and, you know, I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, So uh, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, it is the online beauty boutique dot com, especially when I'm rushed for or when I'm pressed for time and I'm talking really fast. That's when I really start mispronouncing words. So um, that does not help on top of the fact that I need some dental work done but uh nevertheless let's move on with the show heavenly hair that is the missus and that is once again the onlinebeautyboutique.com all right what is next well i'm next and i am on instagram twitter facebook and uh youtube and you can also email me when the season starts again i will once again start doing the trivia questions for these remaining seven shows eight including the show from last night i'm going to stay away from the trivia question um for this portion of shows and the reason why is because i need as much time as possible i need every single second in these shows to talk about the division champion that i am predicting to be the division champion in each and every single one of these shows once again, it is now 8.11 p.m. Central Standard Time. It is 9.11 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time. Good evening to everyone out there. Let's go ahead and do the Mountain Time Zone as well as the Pacific Division uh, Time Zone. And let's go ahead and then go into the beef meaty portion of this podcast show. It is approximately 7.11. I'm glad I caught that. 7.11 in the mountain time zone and it is specifically 6:11 p.m. <clears throat> excuse me in the pacific division time zone good evening welcome back to the province picks football podcast show even though this is an off-season show ladies and gents <clears throat> even though this is an off-season show it is still technically the beginning of a new season and the reason why it is the beginning of a new season is it's really simple um 
I'm predicting the winner of all eight divisions months before the season even starts and quite literally months before the season even ends. We will see either in late December of 2022, which is this year, or we will see January the 9th. 2023 when the season comes to a complete and total end we will see then whether or not my predictions were absolutely correct sir but we won't know before then the earliest we'll know is early or should i say the earliest we will know is late december but we won't know any sooner than that the latest we will know is literally the final nfl game that is played on uh, January the 8th, 2023, or January the 9th, 2023. I don't know if it's going to be a Monday night football game or a Sunday night football game that will completely and totally finish out and complete the season. In this show, you will get what you did not get in the roster review shows as well as the season review shows. And um, on tonight, you're going to get a full breakdown of ownership I won't necessarily say a full breakdown you will get a breakdown honestly of with with all honesty you will get um a full breakdown of who owns each and every team in each and every division that I'm going to talk about you're going to get a little bit of personnel information I'll give you a little bit of the schedule. The schedule portion of it will be very, very quick because I got to do all four teams in each and every division. And I really honestly want to stay at least under 45 minutes max on last night. It went over to about 55. I think it was. I'm already 11 minutes in and I haven't even started talking about the team that's going to be last in my prediction in the AFC West. And this is the second most difficult division to predict from bottom to the top. Um, I'm going to also tell you a little bit about the draft, um, but I won't talk too much about it. I'll give you a little bit of the coaching staff. But the majority of what you're going to get is coaching staff, ownership, general manager, stuff like that. Um, You're going to get a little bit of the organization breakdown for each and every one of these NFL franchises. And then last but certainly not least, you will get some of the scheduling. And then I will, of course, tell you where I feel a team will end at the season. They're either going to be fourth, they're going to be first, second, or third. And once again, tonight, this is the 2022 predictions. AFC West champions. Who do I feel will be the AFC West champions by January the 9th? 2023. And the reason I'm going with January the 9th, 2023 and just sticking with that is because that is the first Monday that there will be no regular NFL football played the following Sunday or on that Monday night. January the 9th, 2023 will be Black Monday. That's when a lot of the coaches that didn't meet expectations or the needs of the owner will unfortunately be relieved of their duties. So as far as I know, that is the final. That's the first Monday that there's no Monday night football. That's the first Monday for a week 
following, we will have playoff football and the tournament will be will begin. It won't be regular NFL as usual. So that's why I'm going with that number. Uh, should I say that date? Another reason why I'm going with that date is because 18 weeks, 17 games that started last year. Last season was the first season that we had that. And the NFL wants a lot of money. They made a lot of money. They're going to continue to make a lot of money. Now, they lost a good few billion dollars during the pandemic. But in all honesty, they did not get as hit as hard as a lot of other companies did. And uh, if they be honest with you, if the NFL would be honest with you, the owners, especially Daniel Snyder, uh, they made possibly made back all of that money that they lost. Then some last the last two years, quite frankly, uh, 2021. And then, of course, uh, during the postseason. All right. AFC West. Well, I need a swig of water there to uh, dampen my throat. It's kind of dry. Last year, I predicted all eight, divi- all four divisions, right, from the AFC side and the NFC side of things. And last year, I said Tennessee was going to win the South, Buffalo would win the East. Ravens would win the North. Kansas City Chiefs would win the West. That was on the AFC side. I'm only going to focus on the AFC side of things. But out of all eight divisions, I only got two wrong. And that was the North where the Bengals wanted. And then, of course, the NFC East where I picked the Commanders and the Dallas Cowboys wanted. And I'm pretty sure everyone out there that has listened to my show at one point or another have heard me mention this multiple times. I only got two divisions incorrect that I predicted back in August before the season even started, before preseason even ended, before preseason was even halfway through. I predicted the winners of all eight divisions and I only got two wrong. I was sweating bullets for a minute there during the season. Kansas City Chiefs was at the bottom of the division. The Rams was in third place. On the NFC West side of things, the NFC North didn't know what was going on there. And of course, it ended how it did. And then Titans started screwing around. The Indianapolis Colts caught up with them. And then, of course, in the AFC East, the Patriots and Matt Jones was a year ahead of schedule. So what's going to happen this year? Well, listen to AFC East from last night and you can get a full breakdown of the AFC East and who I'm predicting to win. If I tell you there, you won't have any reason to listen to the show. So, of course, I'm not going to tell you. But with that being said, this is the second most difficult division to predict the winner of months in advance. And the reason why is because Russell Wilson is now the franchise quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos already had a championship defense. This is another thing that I've been talking about during the offseason. You heard me say this multiple times as well if you listen to any one of my shows. Which teams have a championship defense, but they don't have a franchise quarterback? And during the offseason, that varied between pre-draft and post-draft. It varied. At one point in time, it was 16 teams, and then it dwindled right back down to the, the initial 14. And you can argue that those same 14 teams that I mentioned still do not have a franchise quarterback. Now, this is a topic that I can't revisit right now for the sake of time, but the Denver Broncos 
excuse me, the Denver Broncos was one of those teams. They're no longer one of those teams. The Raiders have Derek Carr. The Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. And obviously, of course, the Chargers have Justin Herbert. Chargers just missed making it to the postseason. The Raiders beat the Chargers to make it to the postseason. The Chiefs finally found their stride. It started with their defense. Their offense caught up and they broke the back of the AFC West and the rest of the NFL with the exception of the Cincinnati Bengals. And they won the AFC West as I predicted. And then, of course, the Denver Broncos, they had a championship defense, but they just didn't have the franchise quarterback. So... Those of you that know the NFL, you understand the dilemma that I'm having right now trying to keep this show under 45 minutes. And in doing so, predict who's going to win the AFC West. I can sit here and tell you right now, the team that a lot of publications have finishing third or second, I don't agree with. I understand the reasoning behind it, but I don't agree with it. Um, a lot of teams, or should I say a lot of publications have specific teams or one team in general finishing fourth in the AFC West. I don't agree with that. That team is the Raiders. Um, some publications have the Raiders finishing third. I don't agree with that either. Am I saying the Raiders are going to finish second? No, I'm not. What I'm saying is. I don't know where the team that won the AFC West last year is going to finish. I prepared for the show. I'm ready to go into detail. But I will tell you this. The number two seed will come out of the AFC West. All right. Number two seed will come out of the AFC West. Russell Wilson is going to be in his first season in this offense with the Denver Broncos but he has what he has not had in Seattle the last four or five years and that is a championship defense and that speaks volumes Justin Herbert is going to get better he's going to take another step in the right direction um their defense the Chargers has to get better and they got a jail right away can that happen yes it can um They got Khalil Mack, as well as a few other um, serviceable guys, role players that know their role, and that's going to fit perfectly in the scheme defensively for the Chargers. But the thing is that they got to put things together really quickly. The Raiders have Derek Carr. The Raiders also now have Devontae Adams. Not only do they have Devontae Adams, but they have a very solid defense the question is can their secondary stay healthy and solidify what it is that they must do the Kansas City Chiefs quietly got better on both sides of the football in the offseason and then to draw attention to the Kansas City Chiefs and give every single publication that covers the NFL known to men in this country and outside of this country just just the justifiability As to why they won't be as good as they have been in past years. They blatantly, openly traded away Tyreek Hill to my Miami Dolphins. 
And this is part of the reason why a lot of publications inside of this country and outside of this country feel like the Kansas City Chiefs will never be the same. This is all depending on Tyreek Hill, right? I'm going to be honest with you. I think the Kansas City Chiefs got better on both sides of the football. You can get better by letting specific players on either side of the football go. We don't know everything that went on inside of the locker room. We will never know. And at the end of the day, I'm not saying that things were bad. Chemistry-wise, I'm not saying that there was drama or anything like that. But the Kansas City Chiefs, their season was different than it has been in past years. The defenses in the NFL, specifically in the AFC West, has figured out what the Kansas City Chiefs do. So what did they do in order to combat that? Kansas City Chiefs head coach and their offense, they dropped into that old school Bill Walsh, San Francisco 49ers, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice type of offense where it was a short West Coast offense, quick slants, and you would turn those four, five, six, seven yard receptions into long 85 yard rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns, receiving touchdowns. That's what the Kansas City Chiefs had to do last year. They were forced to do that. The long 80 yard bombs, Tyreek Hill and Miko Hartman, defenses in the NFL took that away once again specifically in the AFC West so those days are over defenses have caught up what else what other team has done that New England Patriots New England Patriots has done that with Tom Brady in the middle years of Tom Brady's career with Wes Welker and Danny Amendola the short quick passes and getting yards after the catch or yaks That's what the Kansas City Chiefs had to relegate themselves to. And in all honesty, if you ask me, they are a lot better for it. You're not going to always be able to play Madden football. And even in Madden, the computer system, the the artificial intelligence, the AI is going to adjust to what you have been doing for the last four or five seasons. If you've been dominating in a run game, the computer is going to draft to stop your run. If you've been running and passing dominant wise, the computer is going to do that and they're going to stop you. You're going to eventually have to change the way you play football, even in the Madden football game. So just as it is in real life, it is in the video game. And I believe the Kansas City Chiefs gotten a lot better. The problem is on paper, the Raiders were in the postseason last year. They got better. Chargers just missed the postseason last year. They got better. And the Broncos didn't necessarily just miss the postseason, but they have had a championship defense the last three years. And they got way better. I will start with the Raiders. I talk myself into agreeing with some of the publications that has the Raiders in fourth place. And the reason why is because Justin Herbert or Derek Carr. You're going to take Justin Herbert. Keenan Allen at wide receiver for the Chargers and the tight end that they have 
for Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. You're going to take Darren Waller, yes. And you're going to take Devontae Adams, yes. But the Chargers have Joey Bosa. The Chargers have Khalil Mack. Chargers have a slew of defensive stars on their defense. Now, the Raiders have Chandler Jones. But the Chargers have Khalil Mack. And they have Joey Bosa. Not only that, Khalil Mack knows the Raiders inside and out. And the Chargers will see the Raiders twice this upcoming season. And the Raiders, I'm predicting, will be third. But it will be a winning record. It will not be a 500 record like the Chargers uh, had last year. Well, a 9-8 and record. Um, it'll probably be another 10-7 and record for the Raiders. Um, and if they do make the postseason, it'll be the first time we've ever had an entire division playing in the tournament. But the Raiders won 10-7 last year. I believe they will be fourth this year. And I believe that the I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I believe the Chargers will be second and the Broncos will be third. Um, for the sake of time, really no reason for me to even go any further. We know I'm going to pick the Chiefs to be first. Until you knock the king of the mountain off their throne, they're on that throne. And in the conference championship game, the Bengals knocked the uh, Kansas City Chiefs off their throne. But I got to give you a little bit more info. I just can't end the show there. I mean, if I wanted to end the show there just to rest my throat and my voice, then yeah, I could. But look. I got to keep my word. I told you I was going to tell you a little bit about ownership and some of these coaches, and I'm going to do that. So I'm going to start with the Raiders. And we all know the Raiders is owned by Al Davis's son, Mark Davis. General manager is Dave Ziegler. And another reason why I feel that the Raiders will finish fourth, they'll take a step back, is because Josh McDaniels, he's not a proven head coach. He ran into his issues when he coached the Denver Broncos. And I don't know why, but... He returns right back to the same division that he ended up getting fired in. Um, Who knows what's going to happen, right? Beautiful new stadium, Allegiant Stadium. Um, Josh McDaniels' career head coaching record, 11 victories, 17 losses. Some of the coaching staff for the Raiders, Mike Lombardi, Patrick Graham, defensive coordinator Lombardi, is the offensive coordinator. But we all know that Josh McDaniels will do a lot of the offensive play calling. Uh, Antonio Pierce is a Super Bowl in, uh, winning inside linebacker from the New York Football Giants. Uh, he's a linebacker's coach for the Raiders. Um, Edgar Bennett, wide receivers coach. Edgar Bennett, if I'm not mistaken, was a really good receiving running back for the uh, Green Bay Packers when he played football. If that's the same Edgar Bennett. I could be wrong. Been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. The Raiders, once again, they had a pretty good draft. Look, listen to the roster review shows. You will get in-depth discussions about the players and everything like that. But in these shows, I'm going to talk more about the other side of the football um, conundrum with all of these football teams. And I'm going to go into the schedule now. Once again, the Raiders will be fourth in the AFC West this year. Chargers week one for the Raiders. Uh, That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. Um, How many primetime games do the Raiders have? Raiders will play in primetime on Monday Night Football against 
the home of the Chiefs, October the 10th. And that will be at 8.15. Um, the second primetime game will be at 8.15 p.m. Los Angeles Rams, the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. Rest in peace, Pat Summerall, and rest in peace, John Madden. Um, Saturday football, Christmas Eve at Pittsburgh, 8.15 p.m. December, but before that, December the 18th, primetime, 8.20 Sunday night football. Josh McDaniels goes up against his former uh, uh, head coach, uh, should I say uh, former boss, Bill Belichick, as it will be the New England Patriots. Patriots had the same record as the Raiders last year, 10 and 7. Raiders and the Patriots also finished second in their respective divisions. Raiders, AFC West, Patriots, NFC or AFC East. Um, and the January the 8th game, that will be the final Sunday of the NFL season. That is to be determined. So let's not forget about flex scheduling. The Raiders right now has one, two, three, four, count them, four primetime games. And there's a possibility that they could have five. And uh, Raiders is a well-ran organization. Um, We all know what happened last year. I don't really need to go into that. John Gruden and all that foolishness. Um, Yeah. Raiders are going to be fourth. Um, I say that with conviction now. Looking at the schedule. Looking at who they have to play. um, Looking at the games that's in prime time. But most importantly, it's going to take time for Josh McDaniels to fill out Derek Carr and the staff and new acquisitions with Devontae Adams and other players like that. Chandler Jones on defense. It's going to take time for that coaching staff and the chemistry and all of that to come together. Now, am I saying that it can't come together and won't come together this season? No, I'm not saying that. As a matter of fact, the Raiders could win the AFC West. The Raiders could end up being the number one seed. It's been a very long time since that's happened. But could that happen? Yes. Do I think that's going to happen? Heck to the no, I don't think that's going to happen. It's very rare that a first-year head coach, no matter how many years he's been coaching in the NFL, no matter how smart he is on either side of the football, um, it's very rare that the first year a head coach takes his team to the postseason. That's extremely rare, and I just do not see that happening with first-year head coach uh, Josh McDaniels. Um, All right, another first-year head coach, Denver Broncos. They will finish third, and um, the reason why I'm going with that is because I just told you, first-year head coach is going to take time for the coach to gel with the players. It's going to take time for the players to gel with the coach. It's going to take time for that coaching staff to find their groove, find their nick. It's going to take time for all of these new head coaches in the AFC West to get acclimated to the AFC West and learn what they do out there in the NFC West. Because we know that there's an entire NFL league. We know that there's 32 teams, but every division is different. Some divisions are more exciting than others, and some divisions are just boring as all heck for multiple reasons one of those divisions is the nfc east it's been like that for many years now and it continues to be like that they need to up 
the ante in the NFC East. But that's neither here nor there. AFC West is a very interesting division. It has been interesting for the last, I will say, at least 10 years since 2012. Um, And it continues to be very interesting. Um, They got a lot of colors going on over there in that division. There's life in it. I mean, you got silver and black. You got orange, white, and blue with the Broncos. You got that uh, blood red, it looks like. That bright red and gold with the Chiefs and the white. And then with the Chargers, they always had that navy blue or that powder blue with their gold and their white. And then they have that navy blue, that dark, deep blue sea blue that I love. They That division is very colorful. You know, and these teams, they have played against each other for almost 100 years. And um, it just makes the division a lot more interesting when you have colors and when you have rivalries and you got good players as well. Um, so that has a lot to do with it as well. Russell Wilson and Ciara now lives in Denver. They have, uh, they got what you would consider a cartel compound in Colorado. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in a positive way, because that's the first thing that comes to my mind with the house that Ciara and uh, Russell Wilson has. First thing that comes to my mind is when you go to Mexico and you look at those compounds that these cartel uh, leaders have, it's just amazing how beautiful everything looks. Um, Everything is top notch. And uh, yeah, that money can get you that. And even though Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson, he has that never say quit attitude. Um, You got a new head coach. You got a new offense. But you're still in the West. You're still in you're in a division and you're in a time zone that's way different from the one that you played in. And that does matter at the end of the day. But um, Denver Broncos is an excellent ownership. Um, John Elway plays a part in it. Uh, Empower Field at Mile High. There was a fire there during the offseason. Hopefully everything will be restored and built back before the season starts. Pat Boland Trust is the ownership. Um, we know that the team has been bought out. That has changed. Um, the president and CEO is Joe Ellis. John Elway is the president of football operations, but he is no longer the general manager. General manager is George Patton, thank God. Um, Nathaniel Hackett is the head coach. He is a longtime quarterback coach, offensive assistant, offensive coordinator. He most recently was with the Green Bay Packers. He's been with the Green Bay Packers for a good chunk of his career um, on and off, if not the entirety of the time. A lot of these guys, I don't know. Tyrone Wheatley, I do know. He was a really good Raiders running back. Mike Shula, that is Don Shula's son. He is the passing game coordinator, quarterbacks coach. He does his job extremely well. He's going to be a head coach pretty soon um, as well. Uh, A lot of these guys on this coaching staff, I do not know. And uh, really doesn't even make any sense for me to mention their names. But Zach Azani, he's the wide receivers coach. First time ever seeing his name. Excuse me. Uh, Offensive coordinator Justin Otten. First time ever seeing his name. I don't know who that guy is. 
a gyro avero. That is not a typo. Pun intended. E J as in James. I as in Ivan R O is his first name. Hopefully I s- pronounce his name correctly. Last name is E as in Eric, V as in Victor, E as in Evan, R-O, Robert, Oscar. Last two letters of his first name is the same last two letters of his last name. Honestly, it's really a pretty cool name. Um, It's a lot cooler than mine's, quite frankly. I do know how to make fun of myself. Um, Denver Broncos, they did pretty good in the draft. Once again, listen to... Roster review shows if you want more details on their players. But we know that they have Patrick Sertan's son. We are literally in second, third, and fourth. Pretty soon it's going to be fourth generation players in the NFL bloodlines-wise. I remember watching Patrick Sertan's father play in the NFL for the Chiefs and my Miami Dolphins. That means one thing and one thing only. I'm getting old. I am watching former NFL pro bowlers and stars, their sons, are now playing in the NFL. And some of these players, their nephews and their grandsons are playing in the NFL. I'm getting old. And I'm only 42, but um, I'm now seeing second and third generation players playing in the NFL. Uh, family members. Time, time's wasting. Time's a, a getting by me. Um, Denver Broncos play on grass. Um, it does snow. We love that. They are one mile above sea level. Monday Night Football, Russell Wilson can get his revenge September the 12th against the Seattle Seahawks primetime. Denver Broncos got a crap load of primetime games. To be specific, they have a good total of, uh, looks like six here, and there is a possibility. Well, actually, it's five, and there's a possibility it could be six and possibly even seven. If they are in the mix for postseason, um, NFL has a flex schedule. They will flex the game out, and that game will get moved into prime time. Especially if the teams are popular, and especially if the teams are playoff contending. Um, week three, I believe it is, or week four. The week does not necessarily matter, but 8:20 p.m. September the 25th against the 49ers. 8.15 p.m. Thursday night football against the Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, October the 17th, the Los Angeles Chargers. 8.15 p.m. Monday night football. And then 8.20 p.m. against the home of the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs. 8.20 p.m. December the 11th, baby. Um, to be determined. January the 8th, Los Angeles Chargers. Pretty good scheduling for the Chiefs, the AFC West, the Broncos, the Raiders this year. Once again, the Denver Broncos will be third. Raiders will be fourth. The Chargers, they have the talent. And the potential in the drive to be first in the AFC West this year. But I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think it's going to happen in 2023. I think the Chargers will be first. I think the uh, big part. And I think the Chargers will be second. Excuse me. I think the Chiefs will be first. Chargers had an excellent draft. Um, they had a pretty good free agency period. They traded for Khalil Mack. Um, that's part of the reason why they will be second. In the AFC West this year and in the postseason. 
um, what the Raiders did to them this past year. The Chargers will do to the Raiders and the Broncos this year. Um, Dean Spaniels is the owner of the company. Vice Chairman Michael Spaniels is the, uh, duh, James, is the vice chairman. President of Football Operations is John Spaniels. General Manager is Tom Telesco. Love that last name. SoFi Stadium, home of the Chargers, home of the Super Bowl champion Rams. Um, it is all it is Astro Turf that they play on, artificial turf. Head coach is Brandon Staley. This is part of the reason why the Chargers will finish second again um, this year. Um, this is part of the reason why they almost finished second this year, this past season. Ronaldo Hill used to play NFL football as a safety for the Cardinals, one of the teams that I remember him playing for. Um, the head coach, once again, is Brandon Staley, former defensive coordinator for the Rams. Uh, Joe Lombardi is the offensive coordinator. Yes, that Lombardi. Vince Lombardi Trophy. That is in the family of the Lombardis is Joe Lombardi. Uh, Vince Lombardi was his uncle. Rest your soul, Vince Lombardi. Um a few other guys that I'm familiar with on this coaching staff, uh, Michael Will Hoyt, W-I-L-H-O-I-T-E, um, run game coordinator, outside linebackers. I love it when there is a coach on the coaching staff that coaches on the offensive side of the football as well as the defensive side of the football. This guy, guys like that, have no choice but to eventually become an NFL head coach, right? But his name is Jay Rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S, not R-O-G-E-R-S. Um, Chargers schedule, prime time, Broncos on Monday Night Football, October the 17th, uh, September the 15th at the home of the Chiefs at 8.15 p.m. Can't wait for that game. At San Francisco 49ers, November 13th. Um, it is obvious and apparent that the AFC West will play the NFC West this year. Um, oh, I see the Dolphins on here, December the 11th. That's interesting, 4 or 5 p.m. Um, but I'm looking at primetime games specifically for the sake of time. Indianapolis Colts. It looks like the AFC West will play the AFC South this year. That's going to be very hard to navigate through when you have to play the South of the AFC, the West of the NFC, and in your own difficult AFC West division. That is three difficult divisions you're going to have to win in. Um, 8.20 p.m. The uh, Super Bowl champion Rams. So that's one, two, three, four, five. Wow. Chargers have five primetime games and possibly a sixth on January the 8th. That game is to be determined. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs going to win the AFC West. That's your show in a nutshell. I feel that they will be first. Not because I'm going by the publications that I have read through um, or that I currently have just skimmed through and not even read through. Um, I've already given my case to the judge and the jury as well as the court as why I feel the Chiefs will win. The Chiefs traded away Tyreek Hill. The Chiefs allowed Mike Hughes to go in free agency to the Detroit Lions. Kind of sort of wish they kept uh, Tyron Matthew, um, but they didn't. However, Daniel Sorensen 
They allowed him to leave in free agency. That was, if not the biggest player that they allowed to leave in free agency. Daniel Sorensen blew a lot of defensive cor- coverages over the last two years. He did. He should just be a linebacker. Period. End the discussion. Now, with losing Daniel Sorensen and Tyron Matthew, Kansas City Chiefs brought in Justin Reed from the Houston Texans. He's a really good player. They brought in Deion Bush under the radar. Really good defensive back safety from the Chicago Bears. Kansas City Chiefs brought in Juju Smith-Schuster and Jermaine Carter Jr. from the Carolina Panthers. Under the radar, pretty good player. Elijah Lee, under the radar, pretty good player at linebacker. Ronald Jones II, let's get on the offensive side. Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, Justin Watson from the Buccaneers, a team that beat them in the Super Bowl a few years ago, just like Ronald Jones II. And let's not forget Juju Smith-Schuster. I think I said his name already, but I'm saying it again. Taylor Stallworth, the defensive tackle formerly of the Indianapolis Colts. The Chiefs got really good on both sides of the football, man. And I'm over my talk time. I'm over 45 minutes. Let's look at the Chiefs' schedule really quickly. Once again, the Chiefs finished last year with a final record. If I look on one of my monitors here, um, I think it was 12 and 6. No, it was 12 and 5. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, man, 12 and 5. I think the Chiefs are going to be either better than 12 and 5 or right back at 12 and 5 again this year. Arizona to start the season off, they may lose that, but who cares? You got the Chargers, Thursday night football, 8-15, September the 15th, at the Buccaneers, uh, 8-20 p.m., Sunday night football, Las Vegas Raiders, Monday night football, October the 10th, that's three primetime games right there. Fourth primetime game, Tennessee Titans, November the 6th, until the Chiefs beat them, they're going to continue to play against them. NFL is going to do that, trust me. Denver Broncos, December the 11th, 8-20 p.m., Sunday night football. Then the Kansas City Chiefs gets a gift. They will have three 1 o'clock games in a row. Um, I don't like the scheduling at Denver at 8.20 p.m. December the 11th. And then December the 1st, 1 o'clock p.m. Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos basically twice in a month. But it's better than I'm pretty sure the NFC East. Trust me, I haven't even looked at that schedule yet. But I'm pretty sure uh, NFC East schedule is screwed up towards the back end. This has been the Province Picks Football Podcast Show 2022 Predictions AFC West Champions. Chiefs will be first. Chargers will be second, rightfully so. Broncos will be third. And the Raiders will drop from second after this past season to fourth. Hey, first year head coaches, that does mean something. And the Broncos and the Raiders will have first year head coaches. This has been AFC West. 2022 predicted division champs, Kansas City Chiefs. Everybody stay safe out there, wear your mask, be diligent, be vigilant, keep your head on a swivel, protect yourselves, wear your mask, protect your family. You know what I'm hitting at. Everybody stay safe out there. Happy Friday and enjoy your weekend. One.